to Beyond Dragondom from wherever you are listening to today. The weekly episode channel for fantasy adventure stories. My name is Leslie. I am the author, the creator, and the narrator of Tales from Dragondom and Beyond and Aisha's Adventures Through Quantum Time and Space. Aisha, Portal to Dragondom, is the first in the series. I hope you enjoy the episodes as much as I enjoy writing them. If you are listening to me on my YouTube or podcast platforms and would like to leave a like or would like to know automatically when the next weekly episode is live, I understand you can do this by pressing the follow. Shall we join Aisha now and her friends in her adventures in Dragondom and beyond? Episode 9 Treetown Community Milana and I had once more translocated with the High Wizard of Dragondom back to his house in the giant old oak tree on the edge of the elemental tree town. I was given a stern warning that even I was not allowed to do this without permission. There were rules. These were secure portals that could be used, and many places from whence and to where such things could be done. No, it was not because of fear. It was simply safety for any that may get in the way if one transformed somewhere that was not expected, lest someone may get squashed or injured. I could see the wisdom in this, and so agreed not to break this law. We left the wizard's home and slowly walked across the meadow towards the town, which was nestled in the tree line and extended into the woods. The sun was shining and the air was warm. The grass felt soft underfoot and there was a hum of sound all around. I was learning already to sift all the noise I had rushing into my mind all the time. Milana had seen I was struggling before we left the castle and had given me a hint as to how to control it. It had been simple. Concentrate on one and the rest will simply turn into a murmur in the background. Actually, I had found it easier than I expected. But then, thinking about it, this is what I did when I shapeshifted and either took a back seat, so to speak, allowing the animal's instincts and gifts to take over, hearing and allowing thinking as they would rather than the more limited human senses. Now I was already finding that I could do this by listening or sieving a specific frequency out against the others. Butterflies and other insects danced in the air, and I was sure I heard them greet the wizard as they danced around him while they talked. I saw him nod his head and smile, first one way and then another, as if acknowledging them all. In the distance, the mountain ranges looked almost purple on the skyline, 
and there were numerous dragons flying both near and far. Birds singing and chirping, and squirrels bouncing through the branches as we crossed closer in to the town. The first homes we saw were similar to that of the wizard. I could see beautifully coloured doorways in the base of the great trees, either on the very side of the trunk or in the hillside alongside others, yet with windows in the trees themselves. Some of these were tiny, others I could have probably been able to enter if I stooped slightly. Some of them had beautiful areas with small hedges and arches that tumbled with wild roses and honeysuckle. Others had tiny bridges and ponds with water lilies on which frogs sat. High overhead there were walkways which connected the trees together. These were at different heights in the tree trunks, offering easy movement through the whole area at the different living le levels. From what I could see, moving up and down were also cylindrical lifts that looked as if the slightest breeze would blow them sideways. Yet, anchored by the stems of vines, they were more like bluebells in a breeze. Beyond the magic of what I was witnessing with my eyes, there was a humming of thousands of voices, yet no one was visible. The trees themselves reminded me, in size at least, of the great redwoods of California back home on earth, or the giant wild fig trees of the tropics. At a guess, some of them must have had a girth of at least several tens of feet. There were also oak, ash, maple, birch and chestnut, to name a few that I knew. Every tree simply seemed to go up and up, and I had to put my head right back to be able to see what looked like the sky peeking through the massive leafy canopy above. I was so busy looking up that I had totally become unaware of the elementals that had seemingly come from nowhere and were jumping and smiling and laughing all around Milana, who was now a few feet ahead of me with the wizard. I don't know what I had expected. However, now looking at the crowd, they were beautiful, if not for the fact I knew they were elementals, and the ears, of course. Then I would have thought I was back on earth. The adults were small at around four feet plus, and the children were simply children. They were also fairies, and even within these there were various sizes, from those the size of hummingbirds to ones almost the same size as me or Milana. And no, not all had wings. Aisha! Come, let me introduce you to some of my friends. I heard Milana's voice in my head, over and above the musical sound that filled the air. I looked her in the eyes, and she smiled reassuringly, her eyes twinkling with happiness and laughter. As I approached, the sounds faded, and the crowd parted, till I was standing next to Milana. Then she explained, for any who may not have already heard, just who I was. 
all eyes were on me. It was a jolly gentleman with a well-trimmed beard and a handlebar moustache that came forward first. He was about four foot six tall and was well-rounded in form. His face was ruddy in colour from many times of laughing and his eyes were like deep pools of water, one of the clearest blue-greens I have ever seen. He took my hand between his two strong and slightly rough hands and with an iron-like grip shook it until I thought he would pull my arm off. I'm Mr Wintermouse, my dear, and it is a pleasure to be meeting with you. We have heard much already about you, and now it be a pleasure to thank ye in person for a bringing our darling princess back to us. Now you come along with me and be meeting my missus, for you will be a guest in our home. Nay, I will not take nay for an answer, for we all know you'll be a-staying to learn from old Dragonmere and from us, so you will be warm and a-cosy and well-fed with us. With that, I was unceremoniously almost dragged by the hand in the direction from where we had first entered the trees. I looked back over my shoulder to see if Milana or the wizard were coming, and as I looked at the old wizard, he was starting to laugh and simply told me they would be following and not to worry. I was in dragondom and not on earth. Here no harm was ever meant, nor would it happen. Then he burst into loud laughter, which was echoed by the children playing catch with the princess. I followed my soon-to-be landlord host, who, for a portly gentleman, moved incredibly fast. We moved into the woods again, a little further down the trail, and the path now was wide and well-trodden. Wild brambles, bushes covered in berries, and the light nestled between the trees alongside. I felt we could not be far from the wizard's tree. That was going by my own internal compass as I tried to remember every twist and turn that we made. Then suddenly, in the clearing ahead, was a sight that took my breath away. The path had led us to a clearing, a glade one might say. The ground turned once more to tender green grass that was dotted with buttercups and small daisies that danced in the sunlight that came directly in. On the edge of the steep rise, to the right, there were foxgloves and bluebells and other wild flowers that nodded their heads in the gentle breeze. The sound of running water came from a small babbling brook, which had been masterfully dammed and now fell over the top of wooden log structure to once more continue on its way via a small pond across the glade and back into the tree lines. As it made its descent over the log jam, its force was being used to turn an old-fashioned bucket-scoop watermill that was nestled just off the bank and connected to a stone building which looked like a mill. This structure was part of a stepped rise that looked like a hillside, or so it seemed, and yet it went all the way back into the tree line 
disappearing from view behind a beautiful weeping willow whose branches and foliage cascaded down to meet the ground. Growing out of this bank were three very large and ancient trees, each connected by a walkway some ten feet or so above the ground. Welcome to me wee home, miss. Mr. Wintermouse's face shone with pride as he waved his hand across the scene in front of us. Come, let's find the missus. Then off he strode towards the stepping bank with the large trees and seemed to be making a beeline for the willow tree. I followed, still taken in by the breathtaking beauty of the scene in front of me. Like a water painting from long ago, it would grace the wall of any art gallery on earth. One minute he was in front of me. Then he was gone. I stopped suddenly in my tracks and looked around. I was alone. I knew translocation was not allowed. So where had he gone? In front of me was the willow tree, and I hadn't seen him go in there. I spun round to see if he had translocated as a joke. I nearly jumped out of my skin when he then touched me on my back. I swung back round, and there he was, exactly where he should have been before, but wasn't. He looked a little sheepish. I am sorry, miss. I forgot you do not know our land well yet. Please, hold me hand and let me show you. With that, he took my hand, and as he started to walk forward towards the willow, the air in front of us seemed to waver and shimmer to take on a mirage effect, and he started to disappear again. I hope you enjoyed this latest episode from Aisha, Portal to Dragondom. Join me in future episodes as Aisha first learns who she really is and learns the skills that she will need and be with her when she faces the darkling, the evil that is sent to disrupt the world in which she lives. As her adventure in Dragondom and learning from the masters of the Elvin warriors just what she really is, all unfold. Thank you for listening. And if you would like to, I would appreciate it if you press the like button. Or follow. For now, I wish you goodbye.